Well, I'm excited about this first month of 831. We've had so many people respond by sending me emails and text messages and phone calls. And I just want to review today and, and this week, I want to talk about what 831 is all about. We live in a difficult time right now with COVID-19. It's uncertain and there's a sense of urgency. And we would like to thank all of those first responders that have helped so many people. But most of all, I want to thank you for being my first responders because you have listened to me and you have listened to the program and you, in a way, have become my first responders. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life, where we inspire participation, communicate precision and empower performers to podium. And please tell your friends to go to their favorite podcast provider and their app or junglejimhunter.com and subscribe, download, click on like, rate us and review us and become an 831er and let us know how we can help you. I wanted to review a little bit today in this first program of this week about the fact that when I was 10 years of age, I was the smartest kid in the province of Saskatchewan. And in one second, it was all wiped out because my younger brother and I were having a good time. And boys being boys, I slammed my head on a cement floor from a ceiling and unfortunately damaged myself. And I ended up for weeks in a coma and months of recovery. And I could have become self-focused. I could have. Because I had every reason to lay there and believe that nothing would change now, that I was being classified as somebody who was mentally handicapped. And at first, I reacted that way. I wasn't sure if I was going to ever recover. But as I got better, I started to realize that I needed things and I needed people to help me and I needed the nurses. And so I would push the call button. Many times they didn't become... They didn't react right away. And I could have become self-focused and selfish and become a poor little old me. Instead, I realized the nurse did more for me than I needed because I became selfless and started helping others because of what she said. I had pushed the button many times one day and she never responded and nobody responded. And by then, I was able to go to the bathroom on my own. I was able to get up and get some ice water, some ice chips. I could do whatever I had. I had to be careful because I would get dizzy from time to time. But I pushed the button and nobody came and I kind of got annoyed. And I got so annoyed that I just kept pushing the button. And finally, she came in and she said, how can I help you? And I said, I need help going to the bathroom. And she helped me out of the bed and I went to the bathroom. I came back out and I sat down and she said, have you ever heard of the story of the little boy that cried wolf? And I said, sure. She said, the reason why we don't respond is because you really don't need our help anymore. And then she said this statement, which I've never forgotten. I wrote it down because it meant so much to me. She said, until you come to the place where your wants become what you need, you will always want what you don't need. And if you always reach for what you want rather than what you need, you will never have what you need so you can have what you want. I never forgot it. It made all the difference. I started helping other people and doing things for them because it brought joy to me. I guess in a way, I wanted to start living. I wanted to start becoming who I thought I could become. And I quit using the call button. But I want to ask you, do you have a call button? Do you use it every day? You might say, well, no, I don't have a call button. 
How many times a day do you go to your email and look for somebody to validate you? How many times do you text and look for somebody to validate you? How many times do you search online for something? How many times do you phone people and try to get them to validate you, to encourage you, to meet a need that you think is a need and it's just a want? And you complain about things. You complain about what you could become and what you want to become. And you complain most of all to yourself. In other words, you keep telling yourself you can't grow. You can't change. I had every reason not to. But somehow that nurse reached me and it affected me and it changed me. To the place where 831 people met my needs from the past, in the present, and in the future. And you have the same. People met your needs from the past, and then they meet you in the present today. As you listen to this, you think about all those people that you turn to and ask for help, and you will meet more people in the future. And they gave you and give you more than you are, more than you have, more than you have become. But are you doing the best you can with it? Have you become so wanton that you don't realize it, that you haven't taken care of your needs? You see, it's interesting. My quote for the day is this, you can't birth yourself or bury yourself. So what makes you think you can do it all alone in between? You can't. You need other people, but you need other people that will fulfill your needs not your wants. And if you've become so needy that people have to do for you what you can do for yourself, then you might have ended up in the hospital bed like I did, metaphorically, for the rest of your life. Are you? Or are you moving on? 831 people helped me where I could not help myself. I didn't ask for it. I just did the work and I let it speak for itself. I didn't know it, but they were inspired to do more for me than what I could do for myself. And I decided when I started this podcast that I want to encourage you to be more, to do more and become more because you will do all you need to do so that you will inspire other people to do for you what you can't do for yourself. All this week, I'm going to talk about 831 and what it's all about. And I hope that you will come along on the journey and decide that you want to become an 831-er, somebody that makes a difference in other people's lives. Thanks for listening. Next time, we're going to talk about the first athlete that I trained and how we met his needs where he needed help and the difference it made. And I hope that when we meet next time, you will have grown.